great A's. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. How are we, folks? Uh, yeah, another Glory Days, another PJ and Jim podcast. Could turn out to be the longest podcast we've ever done. Oh, my God, yeah. What a... It, it's a disgrace out there. A disgrace. <laughs> it is. And the government because... are doing nothing about it. <laughs> the government... The, yeah, because literally, we're doing... Normally, we record this on a Thursday, but we're doing it on Friday today because... Um, well, we're doing no, it on it's Friday. It's a long story yeah. anyway. We're doing a whole thing. And it's snowing at the moment. Because it's, it's that... Lashing and snow. And the thing was, right, they were saying... Okay, I will admit... I did read out during the week that there was a bit of a snow warning from, from Medairn, right? But it was put across as like, you know, there might be a bit of a flurry there or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. And then we'll be back to... No- it's, I mean, it's mank. It's like, you know, the, the roads this morning and everything were like, uh, people are, uh, schools are closing and everything. I come here, you know I mean? when this happens, right? Whatever happened to fucking COVID? <laughs> when this happens, you should get a text message from the government straight to your phone saying, we are, we are sorry. We made an, ob- an absolute mistake. Yeah. You know, uh, with your, uh, with and your... the government in charge of Met Aaron? The government are in charge of the weather, I suppose, yeah, aren't it's they? It's civil service, right, is it? <laughs> I don't know if it is. doesn't matter. It's still an apology on the government. Yeah, you're they right. char- Were they in charge of COVID? No, they weren't in charge of... I still got an apology. Well, I never got an apology. That's not the fucking point I'm making. The point I'm making is, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> That's the point I'm making. That's I don't like it, and they should be doing something about it. That's I, we should at least get a card off them to say they messed up and without didn't warn us. <laughs> a card? Yeah, a card. I said it, a fucking card. Like, we should get like a card. Like a greeting card. Like a, like a card. Apologies from the government of Ireland. A harp with a sad <laughs> Sorry face Sorry you're on not it. happy. Sorry you're not happy. A harp, a sad face, a stamp of the president's signature. We, sh- we should have done something That is about. absolutely yeah. epic, that is. That's that, what I think should happen. That yeah. is absolutely And fantastic. when they come knocking on my fucking door at the elections, <laughs> I'll be bringing it up. I'll be like saying to them, oh, where was me cash when the snow came? Yeah. Jimmy to go up a mountain on his own in a, in a fucking BMW. You think that's normal? I'm not so, like it. That's so, what I'd say. So the, cr- the criteria for what the government is, is responsible for is based on whether it makes you happy or not. If, yes. you're, if you're upset about anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Show something. I, I'm at the board in that dinner now. I, I put it in for too long. Well, yes, I'm at the, the, uh, you know, well, I no. should get an apology from the government. Well, Jim, I'm sorry. No, that's not it. You have to take some personal responsibility. Um, but if you were to say something to me and upset me, then that was beyond my realms of my control. And the government should do so. The government should have words, you know. Absolutely, they should. They have should be words. there saying, "Listen, don't be out there upsetting all the people or whatever." Yeah. You know, we're, yeah. Yeah. Smile while even though your heart is breaking, or some other Charlie Chaplin quote that is. Um, yeah, yeah, that is uh, appropriate <sighs> to the term, yeah. to the time. It's brilliant that, uh, for, as a quote, you you literally quoted the King of Silent Movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, excellent. Sometimes uh, you say it best when you say nothing at all. Very well put. A, a Ronan Keating quote. Then. Beautifully uh, yeah, done. We'll Beautifully be, we'll done. Because yeah. and the way, see, the weird thing about it is, Irish people and weather. It is a very unique relationship. Very unique. Oh. Because. We're, it's, like we complain it. about it. Obviously, we talk about it endlessly, right? Generally complain about it, except for like about three days in any given year where somebody will say to you, God, it's a lovely day, isn't it? Lovely weather. Oh, it's, good. it's a good spell, isn't it? Yeah, Whatever. yeah. So you get that maybe for uh, the, the three days of summer. Yeah. And even then you go, yeah, take a fucking picture. Because <laughs> it's going to be shit. Yeah, yeah. Why or you, you get somebody going, yeah, oh, yeah, no, but Jesus, but like, man, tell you something, what about the crops? Yeah. What, what about, about, the, what about crops? the crops? You live in Finglas, you fuckhead. <laughs> what about the crops? What do you care about the crops? Enjoy and yourself. And Get a other, cool pop. The other thing yeah. is that we, um, 
we're always surprised by it. Oh, it doesn't yeah. matter how no old matter you are and how, how long you've lived in Ireland. Yeah. You're surprised by it. Uh, every time. I have friends, genuinely, who don't own a jacket. Yeah. Every time they come, they go, Mar- March, though. Yeah, it's always bad March. The yeah. fucking uh, March, though. Yeah. Beast in the East was a March. Was it? I don't think you're right there. <laughs> it fucking was. And they're like, but March, though. And then it's rains and all. And yeah. like, you know, but even on rain. big scales, like, you know, I mean, okay, today, it, it was a bit of a surprise, right? It was a bit of a... No, they I don't think... They today. Yeah, the government right. let us down today. They did. Yeah. But anyway, the thing about it is, like, you'd imagine there'd be kind of like, oh, Jesus, it's snowing. We better do the stuff we do when the snow comes. And that there'd be things you do. But no... What, like tobogganing and all? I don't know. You know, like, you'd imagine there'd be a way of... You know, yeah, you know, yeah. Like other other sissies in the world oh, start to deal with it. Yeah, well, like for instance, Kelly's from Boston, right? Yeah. So when the snow is coming, right? It's a it's a wee it's a four day affair. So the, you get a notice in your door, move the car, right? The car has what to be gone. Yeah, no- has to be gone tomorrow. You park on that side of the street. So they park on that side of the street. Then they get with the following side of the street. Then you bring the cars out. They salt the whole lot and everything. Then you bring the cars back. Then the snow comes, and all the roads are treated. Your drivers normal. Right. Oh, so they treat it in yeah. advance of the snow yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. They go. Listen, we're this is a, the, yeah. we're, we're potentially about to hit a bout of snow. Here's what we do. They prepare so the city moves constantly. Right. Yeah. Here they say it's not snow. <laughs> say it's fucking snowing now. And okay, the window. Window, like, well, it doesn't say that on our website. Look out your fucking window. It's fucking snowing. Me car is halfway across the Alfieburn Road. There's an L one in the canal. <laughs> not well. This doesn't say it on our website. It's not on your fucking website because you're not looking out the window. You fucking idiots. And then you've got like, and then you pricks like me. I came in on a fucking motorbike. I'm going to die on the way home. What sort of a fucking idiot does that? And you've got people out there walking around. I love the way you're blaming them for you being a fucking idiot. Yeah, it's their fault. What sort of fucking idiot does that? Nobody was there to stop me. (laughs) Nobody. You're supposed to take care of yourself. Unbelievable. Says fucking you. I'm supposed to take care of myself, but I get fined for everything I do with the other sometimes. (laughs) I didn't even get a fine this morning. They let me do it. If I was speeding 60 miles an hour in a 50 miles home on a sunny day in June, I'd be getting three points. Yeah. But, uh, uh, the whole country's at a standstill. I came in on a motorbike. The fuck is that illegal? It's not. That's wrong, Jim. That's fucking wrong. You're, you're so yeah. right. Yeah. God, I've, you've brought me around to your way of thinking. I blame the government now myself. Actually, yeah, I don't you know, blame after you. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't originally going to blame them now, I have to say. Jeez, yeah. I am going to now. Vote right. no. Vote no. Not in the next referendum. I don't know what that's about. The one after that. <laughs> just vote, just vote, vote, I disagree. Yeah. Oh, boy. Just going to draw a picture of a Mickey on the street and walk out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, on, right, on the, right on the ballot paper. Where were you when the snow was here? Where what? were you when that fucking tick was on his motorbike? In the middle of the snow? Wasn't oh, even appropriately man. dressed. Yeah, that's what And the weird thing about you specifically when it comes to kind of weather-related things, is that you have the, the tiniest window of, of kind of comfort, right? Yeah. You're constantly either in a state of it's too hot yes. or it's too cold. Yes, very hard and to that's get right. in, And that's fucking indoors. That's indoors, yeah. So what am I going to do now? How am I going to get home? Is there a minibus provided with chains on its wheels? No. They are, they're not ready. Yeah. They're and, not ready. I mean, not prepared. Like you live a full, what did we, 1.6 kilometres. How are you supposed to get from here? That's, I think 1.6 kilometres is the equivalent of a mile, is it? I think that's one mile. It's about, a, it's a roughly a mile, I'd so, say. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine like an able-bodied man having to walk a mile. Again, I should have been allowed to ride a motorbike this morning. <laughs> Enough to take it home. 
That's true. You're you gonna know. Have, yeah, you'll have to, you might have to push it or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll have to take it home now. During the week, I'll have to walk in and collect me motorbike because the government didn't say there was snow. Yeah. But no Med Air no sign in, of compensation. Med Air and they're still lying about it. Let's check their website now. Come on. <laughs> check these fucking... Because they did. They were going on about it raining. They said a lot right. about... And there was a rain warning and everything. I'm sitting but down it, now uh, to read this out. Right? Okay. Here right. we go. At the moment. At the moment, ladies and gentlemen, right? Oh, I'm looking out the window, right? Piles of fucking snow, right? Here we go. What's happening now? Today, 1st of March, last updated today, right? Okay. At the moment. Last updated at the moment, right? Right. Cloudy and wet. Outbreaks of rain. Spot flooding. <laughs> flooding. How can you flood? Yeah. You, you could literally jump into a pothole full of snow there. You could, you could you build a snow castle. Snow castle. A snow castle. <laughs> in it. Top temperatures, four to six. It's freezing. I'll be coming moderate to fresh not later on. Uh, outbreaks of rain will generally clear. To war. Uh, started. Uh, uh, that's posh rain, is it? That's, outbreaks of Ryan. Outbreaks of Ryan. <laughs> that's how you say it when you're a weather presenter. Outbreaks of Ryan. Yeah. Clear that's news. specifically for the Clontarf there. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. It's Ryaning in Clontarf. It's Ryaning. It's absolutely howling Ryan. <laughs> yeah. So that's what it says. I, yeah. I, I, I they're just, in a state of I'm denial. They're in, they're in denial. Now, people might say this is a first world problem. Well, it is, I live in the first world, so it is a problem. <laughs> Why you get me started on speed bumps? This never happened when you lived in Dunleary, didn't it? You know, in fairness, it wouldn't you happen in Dunleary. You wouldn't be allowed to happen in Dunleary. It wouldn't happen in They'd Dunleary. They'd guarantee you sunshine in Dunleary, for God's sake. Yeah, well, there'd be at least a man, the, the man with the chain around his neck, the, would come around knocking the door and say, oh, I do apologise for the inconvenience. And you go, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, come on in and have a lemsip. <laughs> and, we'd, and we'd pass the time together. I'd, I'd offer you some tea, but I haven't been able to get I'd out say, to the yeah, shop. Have so, have yeah, have an answer. So, have an answer. We're all having an answer. I made a pot. <laughs> I find it suitable for this type of weather, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It prevents the cold. It takes the edge off. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Oh, yeah. I tell you something. As I say, it's it is an absolutely <laughs> unique relationship, Irish people and weather. Uh, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Matter, some people get very upset over it. I wouldn't be like that. No. <laughs> You know, you have to be able to. You have to learn to roll with the punches. That's I think. True, yeah, first, yeah. yeah. You're, you're good like that. You yeah, know, live yeah. and let live and all. Live and let live. Roll yeah. with the punches. Not a big deal, you know. <sighs> Fair point. Fair yeah. point. <laughs> right. Let's give you some of the bits from during the week on the show. Um, we were actually, funnily enough, we were talking about stuff about um, about when uh, PJ himself would have been of an age, of a young age, right? The kind of stuff that was allowable then, which would be absolutely... Uh, yeah, what's, you'd be, it would be illegal. You'd, you'd be taken into care, it essentially. Would be what was considered a pastime would now be uh, you taking off your parents. Exactly. When it comes to kids, right, it's almost gone to the level that you wanted to go to where somebody would say to you, you're not allowed to go out on your bike because it's snowing. Yeah, you're not allowed to go on your bike because it's snowing. That would be like that. Now, when we have people who wear pool goggles, <laughs> yeah. and I mean playing pool in a, in a pub... <laughs> Goggles. Yeah. So it was, um, yeah, we just, we were reflecting on how it was a, it was a very different time for us. Yeah. Um, also, um, something that was is probably closer to our age now than then is um, apparently, even if you're of a, you know, a vintage. Yes. Apparently it doesn't stop you doing what PJ often refers to as a bit of indoor, indoor aerobics. Kind of, yeah, a bit of love aerobics, a bit of bedroom aerobics, whatever it is. You won't believe who's up to us. You won't believe who's at us. Yeah. Apparently it comes on you all of a sudden, all of a sudden when, you yeah. hit, when you hit retirement age. Might not be menopause at all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So we had a chat about that. Also, um, uh, apparently men, sadly, uh, although it's, it was one of those stories that we came across and 
we ended up being the living embodiment of it, actually. It was a story about men tending to let themselves go once they settled down. Well, yeah, I mean, this was an uncomfortable truth for... It was, for uh, yeah. Sadly, we Especially saw... Especially seeing as though we're still with people who are making effort. Why? <laughs> who knows? Who cares? It's true. Well, anyway. Yeah. And then, of course, we talked about... And very appropriate, considering we're recording this while it's snowing. We were talking about holidays and the wonderful things about holidays, even including the sounds that can help you relax... If you're lucky enough to be one of those people who yeah, can relax. Yeah. How long does it take to kick in? Well, mm. let's just say Jim and myself have very different body clocks <laughs> when it comes to these things. So have a listen yeah. to that and we'll talk to you on the other side. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. Big weekend this weekend for our PJ Gallagher. It was a milestone weekend when his role as a father came to the fore. Yeah, it certainly did. And he was alone, left alone, <laughs> to guard and guide his two young children. And, and thankfully, my, uh, you know, the legend of my incompetence was so strong, I was literally had house callers consistently and constantly. Brilliant. The entire time I was there, so nothing bad could genuinely happen. And it went know. smoothly, which and is it fantastic. Went smoothly, it went because smoothly. you see, the thing about it is, obviously, the reason that people might be, might have been a little bit concerned about the idea of you being in charge of two babies is because your own childhood was, you know, it certainly was fraught with with um, well, come on, potential we, catastrophe. We were raised at a di- in a different time. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. You know, we were raised in a different time. There's a great conversation going on in Reddit about the stuff that happened back in the day that would never happen now when it comes to parenting, you know. Oh, it's such and a different world. They were just asking people, and some of the stories are great, you know, like uh, one kid saying, yeah, like, just even Halloween, you know, the fact that I used to be allowed to dress in black bin bags and plastic face masks and stand next to a bonfire for the whole night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> seems like something that probably... Yeah. Has a little bit of ha- hazard bonfires, attached to it. Bonfires that would have uh, things like aerosol cans thrown into them. Yeah. In, in the hope that it would take off like a rocket. Take off like a rocket. <laughs> and everybody's standing around dressed in plastic. Yeah. And yeah. burning tyres. <laughs> burning rubber. The fumes of burning rubber yeah. filling the air. Eight-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. different times. Very different. And then one guy, lad said, um, my dad drove us from Kerry to Kildare, right? There's four of us. Um, and with no seatbelts around in the car back then, um, no one really cared to wear them and there wasn't any in the back or anything. And uh, the thing was, the problem, the car, the front of it was broken, so we had to take off the steering wheel and use a vice grips to steer the car. <laughs> steering with a vice grips? Yeah. With four kids? Four in kids the- in the back of those seatbelts. That'd be grand. And it was grand. And this is the thing. Didn't you tell it a story about the, way, about, like, the way... You know, when kids were, like, years ago, kids getting into a car, it was really just find a space. Find a space, yeah. I mean, now, obviously, as you well know, with, with seats and seatbelts and, and all, all the yeah. booster and seats and every... Ver- yeah, and it is whatever. Then it was literally, if you could find a space, even if that was the shelf at the back. Oh, yeah, even me, my mom would go, I can take 11. <laughs> You're like, what? I can take 11. You know, we're going to a football match. To be, to be somebody in the footwell, yeah, somebody on the seat. Lying down the ground and pe- I'd sitting on each other's laps and so, and the, the smallest lad, like he says, along the back window. Yeah. And the three tallest kids sitting on top of each other in the front seat. Wow. You know? Wow. And then one of them would be there going, can I do the gears? And you might go, no problem, yeah. You yeah, know, absolutely. She, there's the clutch, second, second, second. 
Wow. Some big lanky one or a hand coming from the back trying to do the gears. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Unbelievable. Uh, then another fella said, my dad's from Mayo. Um, used to take uh, uh, trips from Dublin to see the parents and all, but they know motorways or bypasses or anything back then. You know, it was nearly yeah. a five hour drive. So the dad used to put a mattress in the back of the van so the kids could get some sleep on the way. Brilliant. Look and at I that. definitely remember That's that. That's luxury, that is. I remember that with my elf as well. Like, you'd be allowed to sit in the back of the van or, yeah. you know, when we went to see Cousins well, to be fair, the back of a truck. To be fair, um, your beloved father was, uh, he had his own unique way of, of, of dealing with them. Yeah. You know, with those kinds of issues. Like the time he tried to sell you. In fact, not even sell you, just give you away. Give me away, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or the time I was on the beach in my nip. Do you remember you were allowed to be in the nip back then? Oh, yeah, you yeah. You're not allowed now. And uh, wear armbands. I was on the beach and your armbands aren't allowed on the beach now. Right. And I was getting... Are they not? They're not? You're not allowed armbands? No, you shouldn't have any flotation right. okay. devices on a, on, a, wow. on a beach. No, you shouldn't. Like, they're for pools only. And I was in my nip in armbands. And I was getting, feeling a bit of drag. I was getting into trouble. And the dad just stood there with a suit on on the beach going, Kick your feet! <laughs> yeah. Kick your feet! Don't make me go in there! <laughs> Yeah, because he wasn't going to get his suit wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't make me go in there after you. Kick your feet. So, Do you want an ice cream or not? Like, yeah. It's like you were being bold. It yeah. wasn't like you were partially drowning. It yeah. was like you were just being, you know, that's him all over. Hey, look at him. Him all over. He doesn't listen to you. He's Kick your feet. Seven years old, he can't even handle 20,000 ton- tonnes of moving water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the heck. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. I don't know why I bother. I don't know why I bother bringing him to the beach, to be honest with you. And he's going to be... I'm only trying to give him a good time. Wait to see him now going home. He's going to be wrecked. Be tired <laughs> after fighting the sea. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, and, and he made me try and fly during a hurricane. So well, that's the most famous one of all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, in fairness, he didn't make me. He just stood inside the doors looking out the window going, Yeah, you're nearly there. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> flap harder. Maybe hold two pieces of perspex and try and flap. Tell me I could fly over the hedge. Into the neighbour's garden if I tried hard enough. Oh, my God. Somebody's yeah. saying here, when we were small, uh, we'd be put into my aunt's old cadet and my mum in the front. Uh, my aunt's six kids and me and my two sisters. And my dad would then walk home. Say, my God. They probably felt disgusted they couldn't squeeze the dad in. Uh, yeah. No seatbelts in the car. My dad had a VW uh, transport van. Six kids in the back with no seatbelts. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. My God. It was a different world. A different world. It? And look at this, this poor lad... Uh, his ma took him down to the train station and says, ask the randomer, are you going to Dublin? He says, yeah. And she goes, would you look after him? Make sure he gets off at the right stop. And he didn't. He got off at the wrong stop. Yeah. yeah. Just Hello. a run. He was only one all the way. So don't Glory days. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. If you're in the job at the moment, I suppose, well... I was going to say a lot of you would be, but you never know nowadays, people working from home. or It's all that could different be the, world, Jim. Could be in any sort of a job. You could be driving, you could be doing anything. But if you do happen to be in sort of an office job, factory job, or anything like with other people around, right, just have a bit of a glance around. Have a glance. And pay attention to this health and safety warning from Mr. PJ Gallagher. Come here. I am shocked at this as a statistic, right? Right. They did a, let's say they, they did a lot of relationship work crossover uh, surveys, but one of them in particular stands out for me. And uh, of course, it, it would stand out for you. You fi- you finally been spotted in the workplace. Extraordinarily, me what you want about. Uh, so absolutely shocked. A flabbergast. That was literally a flabbergast of language. Yes, that was. That was a flabbergast. Yeah. Why though? Why? Because 
When it comes to inter-office relationships, people who uh, may have, like, you know, gotten to know each other in a very personal way beyond the professional realm, uh, it turns out that you're more likely for that to happen if you're over 65 years of age. Wow. So not only are people not retiring when it comes to the professional sphere as early as they used to, they're not retiring they're from the old. fruity. They're getting fruity. In the, uh, Great in the tw- news. In the twilight years. Yeah. Great news for the elder people in the workplace. Like, I mean, I mean, if anything ever happens to um, Jim's other half, and God forbid it does, I hope it certainly does not. There's, it bodes well. There's, to there's keep hope. everybody safe. To keep everybody, you know. So uh, it turns so, out, so older people in the workplace are the ones who are regarded as being a bit more sort of hilarious. Yeah, they're much more likely to sort of kind of go, uh, you know, I don't suppose you'd like to have a business meeting over <laughs> yes. a cosmopolitan. I do like the way you're handling your stapler. Yeah, would you like to go for a carvery after lunch? I used to ask people to go for a, a bigger... carvery after lunch. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I meant after. After work. <laughs> I'll just nip out for my lunch, and then we'll be back, and we can slip away for uh, a yeah, carvery. Let's go for a carvery. <laughs> I'd normally ask for something else, except a carvery is nice and soft. <laughs> exactly. We're less likely to choke on soft food. How does that make you feel? Does so, that turn um, you on? So does that? So if if you're in a workplace and there's, I assume this isn't gender specific, so it could be any gender, any gender uh, in it the workplace. Crossover. Once if they're over sixty five, they could be a little bit. Yeah, sort you're of, much uh, more likely to get personal. A little much bit more forward. Like, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not like you know a weird thing or a creepy thing or anything like that. It's not insinuating any of that at all. It's just they say people of that age are more likely to hook up and you know have a relationship. In the workplace. Well, be it fleeting or long term with someone in the workplace who is of similar age. Right. No holds barred. I guess when you're in a place long enough, you start thinking, hell be tired. I'm trying I to, you know. I'm actually trying to think of what, what would be kind of typical industries where you might get a, a larger number of, of sort of older people or whatever operating. You know Me what I mean? Too. It's a lot of civil so, service. Oh, no, sure, they're all retired at 52. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I mean, our business, radio, there'd be a lot, you know. The wood, like, you know. Yeah, but at least in your business, are, you're on your own in a, in a padded cell for most of the time. You're not really... That's you know, true, yeah. But you do a lot of bonding in radio over what, you know, <laughs> when it comes to the old times. They'd be there bringing up, they don't even spin records anymore. These kids wouldn't know what to do. You know, they yeah. also... You know. What would be an industry dominated by older people? Because, like, I mean, it basically... Be like a, God, it'd be like a... I don't know what sort of a... I'm trying to think. A term you'd use to describe it. All of those over 65s. Yeah, I know. It. It's no wonder, yeah. Whatever sort of industry they're in, you obviously don't have to put a lot of hours in. You're not being watched, you know, in a constant basis. You can free to talk willy nilly amongst each other about, you know, times gone by, golden years that have gone, and better times to come. It's all. It's like an open play field. I suppose it is when you think about it. You know, when you get, get people in that age now, that's regarded as young. You know, that's no longer regarded as old. You know, being over 65 is no big deal. And plus, you've gotten all your responsibilities out of the way. You've raised your kids, maybe paid some of your bills. You know, you're literally young. I suppose no, you're it. not young. Sorry, you're literally not so young, yeah. free and single, that's though. Why, and that's why you have a 66-year-old man saying, yes, why shouldn't I wear a leather jacket into the office? Yes, and yeah. an, an open-neck shirt yeah. down to my belly button. Yeah. What's wrong with wearing a pompadour in a meeting? <laughs> Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova.
with insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. I think fatherhood has has suddenly advanced middle age for you. Come here. You're not wrong. You're literally not wrong, as in scientifically not wrong. I so, hear. Yeah, when you, scientists have confirmed, and this is the truth, that um, what women have always known, let's be honest, that men, after they get hooked up into a long-term relationship, whether they get married, have kids, within five years, they start piling on the pounds, um, they, they let themselves go. They eat more calories, they exercise less, um... They re- have so they've realised that marriage, long-term relationships are associated with a significant effect on male BMI scores. An extra an, an extra five point two percent of married men, um, their obesity rates um, r- r- skyrocket. They do, you know, do you know? Do you know what the worst thing about that that survey is? I can't deny it. <laughs> well, it's, it sounds that, absolutely true. Isn't that the horrifying truth? Wow. Women well, listening I, I, I to this. Sp- hang a second. Then maybe, maybe there's something. Maybe the silver lining in this, PJ, is we can say it's not really our fault. Then <laughs> could we say it's not our fault that life events have forced us into bigger trousers? Well, now life event—that's the greatest statement ever. Life events have forced us into bigger trousers. What do you mean? It wasn't our fault. We we fell in love in long-term relationships and all. You know what I mean? I must try Life that. took over and then all of a sudden your stomach was bigger. I must try that when I got home to Kelly and the kids. Look at this I'm after doing. I'm a, I'm a 43 waist now. I used to be able to get into this shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to enjoy life. Now all I enjoy is cake. <laughs> and whose fault oh is that? Oh my God. So scientifically we let ourselves go. Scientifically we let ourselves go. And here's the here's the double edge. So women listening to this, remember that... Uh, remember yeah, you have to... a lot to answer for. Oh no. Women listening to this, making, you know, making us, you know, have long-term relationships with you and then suddenly we're, we're, we're fat and everything and wasn't that to do with us? Well, well, women listening to this, like I said, I would like you to know that the same scientific study that proved men let themselves go after marriage, the trope is it's women that do it. There's no evidence... Inter- internationally, no evidence that women do the same. Women don't let themselves it, go. Women have um, are much more likely, far more likely, to uh, keep looking after themselves to a far to a much better degree. Women age as all human beings do, but women are more likely to keep looking after themselves, whereas men are likely to just buy elastic waist trousers yeah. and wear uh, slippers they'll down to the shop. Be, they'll always be a bigger size, PJ. There'll always be a bigger size. Always be a bigger size, yeah. And anyway, the other thing about it is that that, that just proves, right, the other great fallacy that men have, because men silly, stupidly believe, right, that women, whatever, look well to, to impress them. Absolutely untrue. Women look well to impress other women. Which is a huge thing. <laughs> It's keeping they, face. They yeah. really don't need to impress us. Well, I mean, look at the state of us. Not the thing. It's the old. It's like, and I've definitely been victim to it myself. Where you you go to an event and say, "Oh my God, look! I can't believe it. I'm after buying this, and she's wearing it." And horror of all people, and we're both dressed the same. Whereas I walk in, and I six see other six other lads. I went, "See, <laughs> told you it was fashionable, didn't I?" Glory days. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Quite recently there, PJ confirmed he's booked his holidays for this year. Holidays are booked, I can't wait. Now, the question I have for you is, um, how long are you going away for? Are you doing the seven days, the ten days, the two weeks? What are you doing? I'm taking, I'm do, I tell you what, I'm doing all of it. So I'm taking a week away and a week to recover and then I'm coming back. Okay. So it's two weeks so off So your work. actual away time... Is one week. Okay. The reason yeah. I ask is because... 
There is, have you ever come across that thing about how long a holiday should be? The people who say things like a week isn't long enough, but two weeks is too long. Yeah. Ten days is perfect. Or that's apparently what right. they say. Because there is a little bit of an an easing in time, you know, sort of a de-stressing time. Well, you've hit the nail on the head, right? I was reading a story this morning and it was about favourite sounds of a holiday, right? Basically someone, a holiday writer, I think, really struggling with something to write about. <laughs> and then they actually hit accidentally, very accidentally on something uh, that I think actually rang true and it made me wonder. So, uh, your holiday sounds that you love. Sit- Are you talking about like the, the sound of the waves so lapping? The sounds on the- of your bag unzipping waves lapping, people laughing in the background as you close your eyes oh, with a drink like in your hand. people laughing. Well, some people, I know, and neither do I, but other people do, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all these different, like the sounds of, you know, uh, so, like for me, the sound of a motorbike starting when I'm on, like scootering along the ground, whatever, and all yeah. different sounds, right? And the sound then, of a waiter saying, "Can I get you some more?" Exactly, <laughs> exactly that. Yeah, or a barman saying, we'll "Top you up, sir." Yes. I'm on holiday. Find out exactly Jim's <laughs> level of activity. But it, here's the thing: they realised you don't actually notice those sounds until you've unwound into your holiday, until you hit relaxation point, and that's different for everyone. So some people walk into a holiday, walk into a hotel room, throw down their bags, lie in the bed and go, oh my God, amazing. And then they suddenly go, oh, listen to them all outside, listen to the waves, you know, they listen, all of that. Stuff. So it's they're straight into it. So they're straight into it. Uh, other people, it takes me about three days, generally to, to sort of accept them on holiday, stop yeah. looking at the phone, stop doing, you know, to just sort of unwind properly. I'd say Jim Again, probably, I'd be with you on that. Well, I that's know. two things I've agreed with you. I'm not comfortable with this position of agreeing with you. I actually don't think you are. I think it probably you're about two months no, t- after the no. holiday's finished and you get home. <laughs> you kind of go, oh God, thank I God I really, didn't go wrong. I should have really enjoyed that. Oh, Jez, no. I'm going to just think about everything I did wrong. Because I tell you what happens with me. I, I like to kind of, you know, I, I fully relax when I know the lie of the land. You know what I mean? I'm a yeah. bit like that. So I'm I a bit sort of, so, say you were staying in the hotel, right? Yeah. So I, I, I you know, the, after your first breakfast is out of the way and you know the way it kind of, operates and you know what I mean I if it's know. one of those self-service buffet things or if it's a whatever it is and where you, where it, and where everything is and where the, you know I know if you. there's a spa in it or whatever or yeah. if there's a most of us when we're in a hotel right we go down to breakfast and we say oh right um, I'm going to grab a tray here right what have they got oh I'll have a bit of that this now Jim comes down and he goes right oh Jesus where's the trays oh here we go now I'm going to have to talk to someone Oh, God. I'm just saying, I like to kind of know the run of it, and, and then, then I fully relax in. Then he gets to try, oh, how do the omelettes work? Do you have to queue this way or that way? <laughs> what way did the Spanish do it? Mother of the this is going to be a stress. Tea or coffee? I don't know, what do you drink? What would you have? If you were me, what would you have? What would you do, love? What's going on? And then he's worried, did I insult anyone? Did I make a fool of myself? Was the breakfast good? How, no, come on, surely right everybody has a little bit of that, you know. Like, for example, you might suss out that kind of, you know, there's a particularly busy breakfast time. You might want to avoid that or something. Or you might want... Yeah. I don't, you know, Stereous. come on. And, and you'd have to, don't say you haven't at some stage on a holiday worked out where you think the best sunbeds are. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? That gets the sun for the most amount of the day. Oh, yeah, Everybody yeah. must do that. Everyone's These done that. These are the little things you need to suss out. Now, when you have them all sussed out, then you fully relax into yeah. it. But most people don't go, the sun's there, it's going that way, so I'll probably sit over there. Whereas you'd be like, three days, day three, with a diary and all. On the third day, I realised the Germans had it figured out. I moved my towel gradually as the days moved by towards that angle. Unfortunately, I was condemned by the Dutch who got in before me on the fourth day. Tomorrow will be mine. My dearest love, this holiday is stressful. I shall see you soon. 
have a drink on me as I can't leave the pool. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. With insuremyvan.ie, the van insurance specialists. See how much you can save at insuremyvan.ie. There you go, folks. Some of the bits and pieces from uh, during the week on um, on um, the show. What's the show called? It's called Morning, Morning Glory, <laughs> 6 till 10. It's myself and another fella. Uh, yeah, he's who, very good at hair. He's brilliant. He's very Scott good at hair. Yeah. Very good at hair. Very, bit, good, bit, very professional. bit forgetful, <laughs> but uh, very good. So there you go, some of the best bits. So listen, what does the... I mean, assuming that we can actually leave the studio, yeah. that the snow subsides sufficiently yeah. for us to be able to actually get out. Yeah, well... Have you a weekend planned? I was going to go and see the balls and Dundalk tonight. I suppose I'll just have an Indian now. Um, <laughs> and that'll be it. See you Monday. Right. Yeah, yeah. Is it, no, is it not on the yellow ITV or anything? Yeah, it'll be on the television, yeah. But I was going, you know, going yeah. to go in and that. But you know, I haven't seen a game this year yet. I'll go in next week. I'm going in with the nephew. And fully enough, they've, um, they're on a bit of a winning streak, aren't they? Well, yeah, they won one, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, won, yeah, they won a whole game That's last what I'm week. saying. They're on a bit of a... They're unbeaten. They're unbeaten, they're in unbeaten. The la- unbeaten in the last game. Yeah. Uh, which is great record. So, yeah. it's kind of, now is the time to catch them if you can. Yeah, and the team have actually met each other this week, which is great. <laughs> Uh, so, we're so you're looking forward to great things. Yeah, looking forward to great things. So right, well, hopefully, see. hopefully the snow yeah. clears and, and uh, you I get a chance ask, to. Now, I know you're all saying, "Why don't you ask Jim what he's doing?" Because I know exactly what he's doing. Nothing. Getting shit faced <laughs> on the Saturday, moaning on the Sunday, and coming in on the Monday saying, "I'm going to have to fucking shake this up a bit because yeah. I tell you something." Yeah, that is absolutely yeah. true. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, in fact, in fact I might the, do the, the same. The fact that it's a snow day. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even though I'm actually hoping the snow goes, so yeah, I can actually yeah. get home. I will still enforce the snow day rule. Oh, of course you will. And, and, and go to the pub a little bit early and have a, and have a snow day. It's a rule, yeah. yeah in yeah. fact, now that I'm probably walking home, oh, no, there's nobody in pubs open at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> am I Again, Dad, the government need to do something about this. That's yeah. true. Am I yeah. obliged to say I always drink responsibly when you're on the internet? I would drink responsibly just because it's 10 o'clock in the morning doesn't mean you're being irresponsible. <laughs> I wear a helmet when I'm going to the pub. I go to the bar. You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.